Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Fund Ready Podcast, the podcast that helps small business owners with the knowledge and resources they need to thrive and be fund ready. I'm your host, Heidi Jai, and today we have a special episode dedicated to perfecting your small business pitch and understanding the importance of why you need to have one. In the world of entrepreneurship, the ability to articulate your business idea with passion and precision is more than just a skill. It's a strategic necessity. As a small business owner, you need to know how to talk about your business and how to specify or customize depending on who you are speaking to. Whether you're trying to seek investors or trying to gain customers or build partnerships, your business pitch is key to unlock these potential opportunities. And today we have a very special guest, a fantastic powerhouse entrepreneur, Tawanda McEachern a transformation coach and owner of A Life Recycled and The Empowerment Studio, a space dedicated to empowering women through training, workshops, podcasts, content, creation, etc. here in Newark. Tawanda, welcome to Fund Ready. Well, thank you, Heidi. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much for being here. I think your insight as a entrepreneur who has who wears many hats, as I've seen you, event coordinator, content creator, coach and all that, I think people will have a great time listening to what you have to say. So would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and how you became a business owner? What motivated you? Mm. Well, first, I think we were saying this before we even got started. One, I am just a woman still figuring all of this out. And that's the reality of it. A lot of times when we get into business, we think that we have to have all these things all together and that we know everything. No, we don't. We start with an idea. We start with a vision and we have some passion. And child, we off and running, okay? (laughs) Everything else we learn. Everything else we learn. I started, I've been doing, I've been an entrepreneur probably since about, I want to say like 2007. And I started out in like the nonprofit field. I, I started a nonprofit and because I wanted to be able to work with women and give back to women and to serve women. I have a background in property management. And so as a property manager, you get to see the, the life of the people who you manage in the building. So you get to see when they can't pay their rent. You get to see when they have you know, issues in their home and the police are called and all types of things that are going on in their home. And I would have women in my office. And I am like, girl, what, what's going on? Like, yep, first of all, your rent is like $75. Why can't you pay this? Like, what's going on? And so I began to dig deep with them. And before I knew it, I was having sessions in my office. Child, I'm supposed to be working, okay? (laughs) I'm having full-fledged coaching sessions in my office before I knew what coaching sessions were because I'm a natural exhorter and an encourager, right? So I'm always trying to see the best in people. And so that's ultimately how I started my journey. And it was one woman after another woman. And I realized, I was like, wait a minute, what if I taught some classes? Right? So I'm like, I'm going to teach some classes. Child, I ain't never taught no class, okay? I barely finished high school, did not even go to college, okay? So let's just start there, right? So I'm like, okay, you want to teach what classes? But I I knew intrinsically that I had a passion for it. And every single person that came in my office was constantly tugging at my heartstrings. And I knew the work that I did in my life. So I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to do this. So I went to the library. I was like, how much does it cost to rent out the library? So I went through the whole process. I told a couple of my friends. We started handing out some flyers. And when we had the grand opening, like 100 people showed up, like literally at the library. Okay. Like they wanted to hear what it was. And I was just like, okay, we really doing this. And then I left my notes home, Heidi. I had notes. Okay. (laughs) I had like a whole speech. Okay. And that was the first day that I honestly realized that God had given me a gift to be able to speak because I had to just flow and I had to go with what was in me. And I have been, I've been on this entrepreneurial journey ever since, ever since then. And it has evolved. I've learned so much. I failed at so much, (laughs) but through those failures, there were many, many lessons that have catapulted me to the next level in the journey. And so with everything, I was like, "Mm, yeah, that ain't work. So let's figure this thing out. So then you just go on to the next thing. And I just continue to grow and evolve. And I'm still growing and I'm still evolving. And I'm just on this journey. That's amazing. I mean, we talk about this all the time on these podcasts episodes about pivoting and, you know, kind of how your passion kind of lands in your lap. And it's just about taking the opportunity and discovering, you know, what it is that you can do. Not everybody knows it at first. Like you said, you were a property manager and then became this life coach after realizing that, you know, this was what you were willing or at least honored to do, I guess, through Mm -hmm. the universe, which is great. (laughs) But I think One of the things that you mentioned is that, you know, you weren't afraid to fail or pivot. Can you give me an example of like when you realize, you know, hey, I can do more than classes. I can do this as well. Can you just tell me like that one pivotal moment that that happened? First of all, let me correct you because you said that I wasn't afraid to fail. Nobody didn't say I wasn't afraid, okay? (laughs) So let's just be clear about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The the only difference is, is that you just make a decision to move forward. You allow courage to rise in you because you know that this thing is bigger than you. And there are people that are in need of what it is that you have. And so I can't necessarily say that there was just like, one defining moment, but there were moments that led to that. In each moment, if I did fail or something didn't work, I made a conscious decision to pause, take a moment, assess, kind of lick my wounds, okay? (laughs) Be like, okay, that ain't work. Let's just figure this out. And then get back up because there's always this gnawing feeling that is inside of you. Something is always inside of you calling you that It's like the vision won't let you, it won't let you sleep. The dream won't let you sleep. It's the same thing that, that keeps you up at night, but it's the same thing that also wakes you up in the morning, you know? So you're just constantly trying to, to, like you said, pivot and trying to figure out what the next moves are. And then one thing leads to another thing, but I would have never gotten to every single level that I've gotten to had I not took the first step. We want to see all the steps. You don't get a chance to see. You're not going to see all the steps. So if you are looking to see all of the steps in this process, that's not going to happen. You take one step and that step opens up a door for another thing. And you explore on that level. And then when you're done exploring on that level, then you get to take another step. Everything just does not It's not just laid out for you and just like this big grand plan. It's like, boom, here you go. Mm -mm, Nope, that's not happening. Mm -mm. Absolutely. 
And speaking of steps, you have worked with so many women as well as um, other entrepreneurs as a business coach. What are the things that you see when people are just starting out when it comes to how do I even start talking about my business? People are in their head. That's the biggest thing. And I'm going to say people, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to say we, okay? (laughs) Because a lot of us, we are in our head and we have to be able to figure out that. And I'm going to use balance as, as a word, but, but loosely not in the, the term of what we think balance is, but we have to be able to figure out where the business begins and the person starts and then be able to kind of integrate the two. Because what we've been taught for so long is that business is business and then your personal is your personal. But that's true in business business. But with entrepreneurs, when we're first starting off, you are the business. And so people have a hard time trying to figure out how to integrate that. And as and, and I'm going to speak for myself as a woman. So you're you're a business owner. You are a woman and maybe you are a wife and maybe you are a mother and maybe you, you, and we wear all these other hats, right? And so what happens is we're trying to compartmentalize everything and we're trying to draw these lines in the sand where it's like, okay, you can only come this far. Okay. Then you stop here and then you stop here. And then it makes you feel crazy without realizing that, guess what? All of these pieces work together and I get to bring all of these pieces into my business because one, as a, as a woman and as a mom and as a wife, guess what? I manage a lot of projects in my home. Those are skills that can translate into my business. So instead of trying to separate everything, we have to figure out a way that works for us. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I think if we can dive deeper into that, as somebody who is in their business and is not necessarily a business where you're used to constantly speaking in front of investors and things like that, like, let's say I have a crafty business and here's, here's what I do. And this is all I know how to do. How do I build that confidence? What do I need to know in order to craft my perfect pitch when I'm speaking to somebody for 30 seconds? You know, that's so funny that you, that you mentioned that. So, you know, so, you know, I'm an instructor for Rising Tide, a cat, Rising Tide Capital, right? And so last night we were talking just about this. And then I had students that were trying not to come to class because it was time for them to do their pitch. And they were like, yeah, I'm not coming. I'm not ready. I was like, if you don't bring yourself here. Okay. And I get it. And we were talking just about this because like you said, if I have a craft or I want to sell wine or I make a product or whatever, I am not in the public speaking business. I just want to do the thing that I do. And so this is what I was conveying to them last night. You know what it is that you do, right? And you know how you do it, but dig deep into why you do it. That's the story that you should be sharing. Share why you do what it is that you do. And that's going to help you craft your actual pitch because we're going into pitches like, oh, one, two, three. I got 30 seconds, one, two, three. And then it seems robotic and it seems like, okay, I got to memorize this. No, what you have to do is speak to the core of who you are about why it is that you do what it is that you do. And if we can kind of make our pitches and even our pitch competitions in that way where people realize that this can be conversational, 
tell me why you decided to bake pies. You know, well, my grandmother, you know, she had this recipe. And, you know, from this particular recipe, you know, she would gather us all in the kitchen and then it was our time of bonding and we felt so good about it. And it brought us together as a family that I knew that when my grandmother passed, like I wanted to continue this legacy. See, that's a story. That's something that people can be able to get behind. It's not the, you know, the, the, the one, two, three of it. It's not the ABC the, in the box. If we can humanize our pitch. That would take us so so far, and we would take it would take the it would take the nervousness out of it. Just be you. Just 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 speak to the why it is that you do what you do. Absolutely, and as somebody who's super shy and hates public speaking, like myself, <laughs> um, I know how hard it is to get out of your head, especially when you're meeting with specific type of people, per se, like an investor, somebody who's supposed to put money. Yes, you can tell a story, but what are other ways to kind of wrap in the story with, hey, this is how I'm going to run it or things like that? Because I know you've probably been through that, especially when opening your studio. So do you have an example of how people can do that? Yeah, you're right. So when you're pitching to investors, yeah, the story is good. But then at the end of the day, they want to be able to understand your business. They want to be able to understand the rate of return that they're going to get. You know, what, what's, what's the big picture? The bottom line is what's in it for me. So just right. being able to, to weave that. So when I talked about you digging deep and understanding the why, you also have to be real clear about what and how. Um, because no one knows that better than you. So if you can get really clear on what it is that your business does, the problem that it solves. So whether it solves a problem, if it's something that they, someone needs, something that they want, or it's a desire, be clear about where it is that you fall within that particular um, realm of your business. So you can be able to know how to speak to that. And then thinking about, okay, what can I offer people that's going to really, really stand out? What's unique about what it is that I'm doing? So like I use the example about the pies. So if there are 50,000 people that sell pies, what's so different about you? So be able to speak to your investor to be able to make them feel like, guess what? You know what? I'm the woman for the job. Like, I know that you've heard 5,625 other people, but you have not heard Tawanda. You have not heard me tell it to you in this particular way. You have not heard my unique selling proposition. You have not heard it in this particular way. No one's going to deliver it in the way that I am going to deliver it, how I'm going to deliver it. They're not going to say it the way that I'm, not, that I'm going to say it. They're not going to do it the way that I'm going to do it. And you have to believe that within yourself. And the more you believe that, the more you're able to translate that to the other people, to the investors, to the people who you're pitching to. Make them believe. Now, again, somebody who's focused on like a lot of the facts, like when you are pitching a business, you have to understand what your business is and then how it benefits financially and all that stuff. I think one of the things that we run into when GNEC does certain pitch competitions is not just the story part, but how to incorporate the need. Because one thing that you said is, you know, you can't be everything all the time, but I know when you're starting out, that's your job. Like you are the marketer, you're the, you're not only the builder, but you're this and you're that. How do you craft a pitch when you are not all those things naturally, and then try to get, Hey, 
here's where the finances are going. I need this because of this and this and this. You know how to speak. You have a great presence when you are, especially doing presentations as I've witnessed and teaching. But when it comes to, let's say, accounting, how do you go up to an investor when you are pitching about your business, about your need? Because some people kind of walk in and they're like, I need to know everything when I'm talking to this specific person. So how do you ask and, and how do you do incorporate the ask when you are pitching? Well, for one, let's just let's just lead with a little bit of transparency, right? Because no one should be expecting any one person to be everything. And I get it. When we first start off in business, we are, listen, we are the front office, the back office, the side office, mm-hmm. we the janitor, we the accountant, we everything, right? So I get it. And when you're growing and you're starting off, you have to be able to be those things because you're learning it, you're figuring it out. But now when you're going to an investors, the whole goal is you're looking to scale and you're looking to grow. And if you're looking to scale and grow, it definitely has to grow past you. So what you what you need to really probably figure out is one, what are my what's my skill set? What's my expertise and what is it that I bring to the table? And if you're willing to invest in me, some of the ways that I feel as though we are able to, we can grow is we're in the need for someone to be able to do our accounting. We're in need of someone to be able to do our marketing. I've put together an accounting plan and a proposal that if someone took care of those things, it would be able to allow me to be able to step in the forefront of what my skill set is and being able to speak and coach and work and build the business while someone else is developing these particular areas. And those are the things that I want to be able to use the money to be able to help fund in that particular era area. So you state what you can do and what you bring to the table. You don't need to try to be everything because no one can do all of those things. And then you say, okay, this is what I need. This is what you can help with. And this will actually, what's going to help the business grow. And I can be able to scale to the next level. Absolutely. That's solid advice because again, I mention it because so many people think that way especially when they're first starting out and building a business and they don't necessarily have a team and then having to pitch and not understanding Mm -hmm. those parts kind of gets a little difficult. And then again, you get into your head thinking about Mm -hmm. all of those other things instead of focusing on what you do best. So thank you so much for explaining that. And not to mention, I would like everybody to stop trying to make everybody wrap their whole business and life up into 30 seconds. It annoys me. (laughs) Like, I get it. I understand the elevator pitch, but the amount of stress and pressure that we put on people and running a business already is stressful enough. Trying to figure out all the pieces already is stressed enough. And now you want me to condense this into 30 and 60 seconds. I just lost my mind. Okay. <laughs> I, just lost I get my it. Mind. I get it. I know the concept <laughs> is, is rough. Like, how do you have a conversation in 30 seconds? But I actually want to task you. If you were to do something in 30 seconds and explain what it is you do, what should people have in mind? Like, again, if they're just meeting somebody and then they realize, oh, this is the name. Somebody can help me. Hey, I'm blah, blah, blah. How do you condense that? What helps you? I don't even honestly think about it. Just the simple fact of when someone tried to ask me to do something in a short period of time, like 30 seconds or so. First of all, my name is Tawanda McEachern. Okay. That takes like cold two minutes to say. Okay, (laughs) so when we start getting into the whole 30 second pitching out, like I'm not even going I'm not even going to sit here and hold you, Heidi. That just gets my pressure like, oh, my God, like what am I? Because there are so many facets of what it is that I can say. 
And it's just like, hmm, let me think about this. You know, so I try to lead with, you know, I try to lead with the fact that that I help women to transform their life and their business. You know, I try to help them get out of their head. You know, I, I, I try to keep it brief and concise. I own a studio where women can, you know, come and they can co-create. They, we can collaborate. You know, it's a safe space for them to be able to grow. And plus, it also depends upon the context in which it is that we're speaking in because it can go so many different ways and it's and it's really hard you know there's a lot of, of pitch competitions and there's there, there's there's so many of them and then you have the group who has has mastered them right and they're going to all the competitions and they just have their pitch like down like i admire them i really really do first of all i admire even being able to have this conversation because i'm not even going to lie heidi i am not that girl i just i don't have no formula <laughs> Okay, so if you're looking for a formula, I do not have no formula. I just speak like I am not one of those. If I was a rapper, you know how they be writing down their lyrics. Nope, I come from the (laughs) dome. Okay, (laughs) I don't got no 16 bars for you or whatever the case may be. Nope, you're going to get this freestyle. That's it. But you have an understanding of your business, which is which allows you to do that. Right. But that's the key. I mean, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think that that's the whole message. And I think. You, you sitting here as a successful entrepreneur, somebody who runs businesses and is always, you know, on the go and you understanding that, Hey, sometimes there is no formula. It's just a matter of understanding what it is that you're doing. And that's what gets you far is key. Because again, we probably have listeners here who are trying to take notes like, okay, this is the key to my success. And I'm that person. Mm -hmm. I am that person that's writing the three things down to try to figure (laughs) out how it is that I can get myself to relax and get myself to really say, okay, this is what they want to hear. But then sometimes it can sound a little robotic. Again, Mm -hmm. people are looking for a unique perspective. They want to see something different. And that's what gets you investors and customers because it's you. You're the face. You're the person running it. You're the person that's really driving this all home. So you really just have to understand what it is that you do and how to tell that story. And how do you practice that? That's a question for I you. <laughs> I don't know if it's a thing that you practice more so than you get immersed. Mm-hmm. You have to be so immersed in your business to where as though you are, you're, you're living it, you're eating it, you're breathing it, you're, you're, it's in your sleep. Like I, I have to sleep with a, with a notepad beside my bed because in the middle of the night, to avoid tossing and turning because I'm trying to remember and capture and keep that idea. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? I learned a long time ago, just put the notepad by the bed. And I just, I've, I've learned how to write in the dark. I mean, it looked crazy in the morning. I'd be like, what did that say? (laughs) (laughs) But you, you honestly, you have to get immersed in it Um, because no one knows your, especially if you are the founder and the visionary of the business, no one knows your business better than you. So if you immerse yourself in it, it it's like the it's like the old term garbage in garbage out, right? So yeah. whatever you put in is what you're going to get out. So if you continually immerse yourself in your business, the structure of your business, the ins and the outs of your business, when it comes time for you to be able to to speak about your business, all you're doing is literally regurgitating everything that's already in you. Right. Right. So with that being said, before we close, what other piece of advice would you give an entrepreneur starting out about thinking about their pitch that you haven't already mentioned? 
Mm. Relax. Honestly. I know it seems like a lot is at stake, right? Because you're looking for the funding. You're looking to grow. Sometimes a pitch could be the difference between your business staying open or not. Like, And just that pressure alone could, could be a lot. So I would honestly say, just learn your business and just, just relax and show up as your authentic self. Because you one, you can't be anybody else but you. And if you do that, I think you'll lead with your best foot forward. And then sometimes the thing that you think makes the difference, it may not even be that. The thing you, like you, I think you mentioned like, oh, okay, I'm a pra- I'm practicing. I'm going to say one, two, three. And you put so much emphasis on that. And it may not have even been that. It may have been something that you just said that was off of a whim that in that moment, it just seemed right for you. So if I can just say anything, just breathe and know that entrepreneurship, it's hard enough, right? Without us having to put extra added pressure on ourselves. So I would say, honestly, learn your business, relax and be yourself. Beautifully said. And thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to our listeners and joining me in this amazing conversation. Thank you for being here. And your work is so essential Mm. to small businesses, especially those who are just starting out and hearing these words on Even though we know, just relax, you know, Mm -hmm. hearing it from somebody who has been through it is definitely helpful. So thank you so much for that. Well, thank you for having me. This was really, really good and a very insightful conversation. And even as I'm speaking to you, like I I took a lot away from myself too. just even and just as a prime example, even before this conversation, you always try to figure out Mm -hmm. what you can lend to the conversation. And I always want to make sure that whatever it is that I I can give to the conversation, like, is it given what it's supposed to give? Like, did I show up the way that I'm supposed to show up? You know, so just even that part. So I have to tell myself, and I'm saying that to you because I have to tell that to myself too. Like, girl, relax. It's okay. (laughs) Just be you. It's okay. So thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that concludes this episode of the Fund Ready Podcast episode. A big thank you again to Tawanda McEachern for joining us today. Check the show notes to learn more about her businesses, The Life Recycled and The Empowerment Studio located here in Newark. I hope that you guys found this episode super valuable and, you know, leave a review, share it, please subscribe. Until next time, I'm your host, Heidi Jai. And just remember that if you are fund ready, success is just around the corner.